Hey friend, are you swamped with scheduling, bogged down by bookings, or overwhelmed with managing your social media? This message is for you. I would love to introduce you to my secret weapon, StyleSmart VA. This is a company of virtual assistants literally designed by hairstylists for hairstylists. I found them through an interview right here on the podcast, and then shortly after found myself booking a discovery call because I was drowning in administrative tasks and needed help. It's been a few months now, and I can't tell you how much my VA has changed my life. No joke, friends. I am such a believer in StyleSmart VA that I decided to bring them in as an episode sponsor here on the show. Listen, as creatives, our focus should be on the clients and our craft. And now that I have my virtual assistant, I can devote more of my time to exactly that. The beauty of hiring a VA through StyleSmart is that they come to you already trained and able to seamlessly step into your business. From managing appointments and client communications to handling your social media presence, StyleSmart virtual assistants free you up to concentrate on your clients. And that's a change your clients will notice and appreciate. I mean, can we say elevating your perceived value? So when you're ready to level up in your business and take some weight off your shoulders, head on over to StyleSmartVA.com and book a free discovery call today. You'll also find the link in the show notes of this podcast episode. StyleSmart VA, empowering beauty professionals to focus on what they do best. Hey friend, welcome back to this week's episode of Your Hair Mentor, the podcast. I'm your host and your hair mentor, Crystal Green. I'm at episode five today. Woohoo! I feel like that's a big deal. It feels legit to have like five episodes under my belt. I mean, five is a big number. Five is actually a really big number. This week, five is a huge number in my house. In La Casa Green, my son, my baby, turned five today. I cannot believe it. It's been a crazy five years, but they feel like they've gone by so fast. I know the pandemic did not help. Um, like, I think we lost two years in there somewhere, but I can't believe he's going to be five. Man, I have to bake this boy a cake too. That is literally the only thing he cares about. <laughs> He's very food motivated. You know how sometimes you have dogs that are like extremely treat motivated and then you have others that are not interested. My son is like the treat motivated kid. So for him, all he cares about for his birthday is cake. So that's just like my thing. All I do is I make him a cake. And um, this year he has a very special request. Um, get this. So this kid's five, right? This is what he tells me he wants for his cake. He wants um, a vanilla cake with strawberry in the middle, so he wants it double-decker, and uh, he thinks I'm some fancy baker or something, by the way. So strawberry stuff in the middle, and then he wants um, fresh whipped cream frosting with fresh blueberries on top and rainbow sprinkles. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy to oblige because I feel like he has good taste, but he was just very specific about his um, desires with his cake, so that's what I'll be working on later. Um, but for now, I'm here to talk about you and your hair. So um, the topic I wanted to talk about this week is why hair services cost more now and why they take longer as well. I mean, really, they, they cost more because they take longer, right? So why do they take longer? Well, I feel like in order to 
explain that. We need to look back at, I'm going to just say where I started because that's my um, experience, but let's look at 20 years ago and what the hair industry looked like then and what it looks like now and the expectations that clients had then versus now. I think you know where I'm going with this already. So let's crank it on back to 20 years ago into the early 2000s when I was working and thriving as a hairstylist. And let's describe the hairstyles that I did back then, which were so cool at the time, by the way. I thought I was just hot shit. Um, Or actually, I really thought your hair was hot shit because I did it. (laughs) And I know there's a few of you listening, like all eight of you, or probably like half of you are my friends from 20 years ago. And you know that I'm talking about you. So let's talk about your hair 20 years ago, girl. Um, It was chunky. It was stripy. It was what we called contrasty. We used words like it has dimension and contrast. And we used foils, which we still do now, but foils were kind of like a newer thing. Prior to 20 years ago, the popular item was the frosting cap. So we'd really come a long way when we were like, oh no, we use foils in our hair now because we're cool. So we were foiling and we were doing slices in the foil. So we got these big, heavy doses of highlights. And sometimes they were bright red and sometimes they were platinum blonde and then you had contrasty brown in there. And sometimes when we got really excited, we even painted the underneath section a different color. Um, Like this one time I did this blonde who had like a dark magenta underneath. I'm pretty sure I have a photo somewhere. I might try to dig it up and post it in a show note here. Um, But it was awesome. And it was simple. As a hairstylist, I really felt like I was doing good work, but it was a pretty quick process. I had most people in and out, and mind you, I am a slow worker. I am like slow and steady wins the race when it comes to doing hair. I'm just not speedy. So I would take two and a half hours, maybe two hours, depending on the thickness of the hair. But for the most part, everyone was in and out in two and a half hours with a wash, cut, color, and style. That is almost unheard of these days. Why? Why is that? It's because the expectations of clients that long ago were that only a percentage, a small percentage of their hair was actually being highlighted. And it's like not every single hair was being targeted. Highlights were something that were like a sprinkle in your hair, right? And so the expectations were that it was going to be slightly augmented from when they came in, not a complete transformation of foils all over. But that has since changed. And why is that? Well, I feel like it's because of the balayage. The balayage changed everything. And by the way, that's how you say it. It's balayage, not biolage, boliage, bayolage, balayage. So the balayage, um, what is that by the way? Does anyone know what the balayage actually is? Let me tell you, it's two things. It is both a technique and it's also turned into a look. But regardless of which way you're referring to it, it always involves the entire 
head, like the hairs underneath, the hairs on the side, the hairs on the top, all of the hairs are addressed on your head. And so it is like a global application of color. It's the equivalent to a full head, heavy foiled highlight that we used to do back 20 years ago, but never really wanted to. Now everyone's head of hair gets done a hundred percent. Every hair gets colored. So when it first started, or when it first got popular, I should say, it's a technique that's been around for a long time, but it gained traction and it gained popularity about 10 years ago. And so when, um, you know, all the Europeans were snickering at us because we finally figured out what the balayage is, uh, we were all like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. You don't even need foils anymore. You can just paint in these highlights wherever you want them fantastic. The problem was we weren't using lighteners that worked for that. Um, we were using unfamiliar techniques. We were in uncharted territory. And so everything was like chunky and blotchy and we had to just figure it out. And that's also in the time frame that the ombre was around, but we don't need to talk about ombre. So balayage happened and hairstylist had a moment of trial and error trying to figure this out. And in the meantime, appointments started taking a lot longer because remember, we're not just addressing a small percentage of your head. Now with a balayage, we are addressing all the hairs on your head and trying to figure out how to make this look very blended and fluid. But there was also this like weird time where like, we didn't know how to charge for more for this. So For example, with a um, traditional highlight, uh, you learn, and when you get in the industry, like some basic pricing for things, right? And it's not that these things take a certain amount of time. It's that they're like per service price, which is just stupid in my opinion. I think every stylist should just charge by the hour, which I think we'll get to another time. Um, But okay, so it was a per service charged basis. And so like, you'd be like, okay, a partial highlight is $110 and a full highlight is 120 because you just made up some arbitrary number because it takes a little more product. It takes a lot more time, but you didn't have the guts to be like, girl, this took me an additional hour. So I have to charge you another $60. That just felt like you couldn't do that to someone. And so we would just be like, I don't know, $10 more even though you're spending more time on it. And then you go to balayage and it just blows everything out the window. You're like, I don't even know what to charge for this thing. So there was a couple years where stylists were like bumbling through it, trying to figure out how to do balayages well and learning skills and techniques and also like severely undercharging for them. And then we got better. And then social media got better and we learned to talk to each other as stylists and people had techniques and tricks and products that they use that worked better for a balayage. And then the balayage grew in popularity like crazy. So much so that the balayage look, I'm doing air quotes right now, but you can't see it. Balayage look is everywhere, but they're not all actually balayages that get to that look. So hairstylists figured out they can do tricks with foil. They can do tricks with backcombing and all these different things to kind of create the look and the outcome of a balayage without actually open air painting. Um, because that has like ups and downs for why you would do that. There's a time and a place for it, but essentially clients will come in now and they, they want the balayage look 
but the stylist won't actually use the balayage technique to get them there. But they got to that point because they shared information with other stylists. And in the meantime, there was a few very smart stylists that are like, you guys need to charge for your time. You are spending five hours on someone and you're charging like you used to charge for a partial highlight. What are you doing? You're literally seeing less butts in your chair per day, making the same amount or charging the same amount of money, but you're making less every day because you're seeing less people. So we've gotten a little smarter in the industry. And I'm not saying that we're trying to like outsmart you as the client. No, no, no. I think what we're trying to do is like recoup our time and energy invested in our business so that we feel like we're getting um, the, the payment that we deserve for the services rendered. And so what that looks like for you as um, a client is you're going to have a more educated stylist who's using more advanced techniques on you, even for basic highlighting services. And so it's going to cost a lot more now. Stylists understand the, the value of learning and sharing and gaining new information all the time. And so that unfortunately means a increase in what they're going to charge for those services rendered. So I want to bring this back to you and I want to make sure that you and I both, and I'm going to say I, like I'm your stylist, I want to say that you and I both are going to have the same expectations, whether it's expectations of the service rendered or expectations of how much this is going to cost. So if hundreds and hundreds of dollars is not in your budget, here's what you do. You talk to your stylist about it and you say, listen, I've got 150 bucks to color my hair. What can I do realistically with that money? Um, Or you have a conversation and you say, listen, I'm willing to pay whatever it takes to get me to this look. But you have to have the conversation and be realistic. And it's okay if you don't want to spend that much money on your hair. There might be something that you can do with your stylist and feel good that you got like a little sprinkle of a highlight like we used to do back in the olden days. Um, And maybe that's just fine for you. Like I know for me, for example, I basically do the equivalent of a partial highlight on myself for about a year. And then I'm like, okay, I need a real professional. Just kidding. I need a different professional besides myself. Cause I can't take my head off and put it in front of me to work on. Um, I need someone else to get in and do the rest of my head that I cannot address. And so a partial highlight for me for like 10 out of 12 months is totally adequate. And it's a very quick service. That's something, you know, you could have a chat with your stylist about. And so I just don't want you to feel like what I don't want this to be about is like, hi, hairstylists are super bougie now and you have no choice but to pay $500 to get your hair done. No, I think that's bullshit. I think be realistic about your finances, be realistic about what that means for your expectations of your hair, and then be honest with your stylist about that because they don't want you to feel like you're getting robbed either. That doesn't feel good as the service provider to have someone come in and like be uncomfortable with how much they're going to be spending to get their hair done. No, I would rather have people come in happy to see me because there's that like altruistic part of being a stylist that you make people feel good. And if someone is like uptight and weird about the money they're going to spend, 
spend, that doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good for you. It doesn't feel good for me. So just have a conversation. And that's all this is about, right? It's about you. It's about your happiness, your hair success, and your relationship with your hairstylist. So have the hard talks, have good expectations. Maybe look on Pinterest for some like mini highlights or um, what do they call them? Like mini foils. Uh, There's a name for like a sprinkle of highlights if you want to do that. And you can do that with a balayage also. It doesn't really have to be the global full application every time. If you literally just want like a signature piece in the front, it could be balayaged in. You could just get a money piece. There's all these things that you can talk to your stylist about that maybe can be a good um, realistic expectation for everybody involved. And there you go, my friends. It is time for me to go bake my cake. Thank you once again for tuning in. It was my pleasure and I don't have an outro yet. So it's my usual. Okay. Bye. Hey friend, Crystal here, and I've got something special for you. That's too good to miss. Introducing the wildly popular Confident Conversations Bootcamp, where we unlock the three secret stylist skills that attract clients who pay. In just three classes, we'll transform how you communicate, connect, and turn every conversation in the salon into a formula for high-paying clients. It's not magic, it's mastery of words, presence, and the kind of confidence that turns heads. So why sign up? Because mastering these skills means more than just full books. It's about crafting a career that's as rewarding financially as it is creatively. We're talking quality clients who value your expertise and are happy to pay you for it. And the best part, it's completely free. You heard right. It's my gift to you, friend. So if you're ready to elevate your behind-the-chair game and attract the clientele you've always dreamed of, this boot camp is your first step. Spaces are limited, and trust me, friend, you don't want to miss out on this transformation. So head on over to www.yourhairmentor.com to secure your spot today. Let's make sure that your talent is undeniable and your chair the hottest ticket in town. Cheers to clients who pay and a career that slays. I cannot wait to see you at the Confident Conversations Bootcamp, my friend.